Hello again, and thank you for joining in at the Lost Kings. We truly appreciate you uh, stopping by and uh, listening in. So uh, getting back to uh, still my introduction of myself, you know, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, something I was reminded of is that how when I was born, I was born crippled. Uh, pretty much, I guess you can look at this situation like how it was for Forrest Gump. You know, all my baby pictures from newborn, all my pictures were taken from the waist up because it, I guess my family didn't want to show the braces or how deformed that my legs were at that time. However, my mother and family was a very strong praying family and uh, praying that, that God would somehow heal my legs and and that uh, things would work out well for me. And it, the prayer worked and God had blessed me and pretty much what had happened is I ended up becoming one of the fastest runners in my school or my block. Um, I played uh, organized football, was all-star. I played organized baseball, um, made all-star and won championships and uh, fast on track so so God's miracle um, his favor had uh, you know was upon me and strengthened me from very young or from birth I should say now it's funny to say that now I'm 57 it seems like it's reverting back my legs of my disability I'm 100% disabled in my legs from the military and uh, my knees are becoming uh continually worsen but but you know it worked out for the best because I had a very great life and I still can walk upright and and everything is still fine however it's just amazing at how you know I can look back and see how when life started out for me it was uh, devastating that where people thought that I wasn't going to be able to walk or wasn't going to be able to run like the rest of the people and God seen otherwise so I'm very grateful for that. That started me out um, on a positive note. You know, and I also am reminded of how when I, I told the story in the uh, in the second segment of this uh, first episode, how my mother, how she was on operating table and how she had died on operating table and they could you know, covered her and pronounced her dead. And the the conversation that she had with one of God's angels to um, allow her to come back so she could, uh, you know, provide for her younger children, myself, my older brother and my youngest sister. It was said that she wanted to see us grow up get married and have children. It so happens that before she passed away, uh, probably about 30 years ago, she seen all that come true. My sister was just about to um, get married and start her family before um, mom passed away. But it's amazing how, you know, over the years, how you can look back and see the footprint of how God uh, plans a path for a person and and how he uh, strengthens the path of a person 
so they can grow and become a competent person in life serving God. Now, I got to tell you, you know, I mentioned earlier that I was a bad kid. And some people say you shouldn't say you were bad, but I truly was bad. I mean, I started out good. You know, I believed in God, always believed in God, never stopped believing in him. And I, I believe that's what got me to the point that where I am now, because through all the things that I went through and all the challenges and all the wrong decisions and all the bad directions that I've made and choices that I made, God was able to carry me through and uh, bring me through to the other end, to this side that where now I'm uh, a strong believer and my goal is to reach out to help others in any way that I can. So that's why this uh, podcast had started. Lost Kings is pretty much the lost people of God that um, that we have to somehow seek out and and try to help and try to lead and guide them to the path of the rightness of God. You know, so I'm going to talk briefly about um, different different stories, different things that happened in my life that hopefully it will be able to encourage you and someone to um, to continue to seek God and to seek the, the path that God is uh, placing us on. So I'm reminded of when I was probably around nine or ten. Now, remember now, this is a few years that when my mom had explained to me how, you know, she had passed away and she spoke with the angel and or pleaded with the angel that she can come back, that she would be able to come back. God granted that and she came back and and she lived for uh, many years after that. One day, I, you know, asked my mom, can I stay home for school? Of course, I was lying and said I wasn't feeling well, but I wanted to stay home. And I remember playing in my mother's room while she was asleep on the bed. And, you know, in this room that we had, that she had, her bedroom, it faced the street in Brooklyn, New York. It was a nice house that we had at that time. And um, the window was one of the windows. It was uh, considered like a bay window. It had no panels in it. But on the sides of the windows, you could actually roll out the windows. Now, these are old school, so you don't really see this that often anymore. But you could roll the window out. And if the screen was not over the window, you could actually stick your hand out and, and touch the ledge. So this day... Happened to be, I'm playing, playing my little G.I. Joe on the ground, playing army men on the floor. And and I happened to hear a tick at the window, like a something tapping at the window. Now, this is up on the second floor, so shouldn't be nobody up there. So I looked at the window and I noticed there was this beautiful white bird. Now, to my eyes, to my young eyes, I looked at this bird as being a dove. It had it was all white and the eyes were pink. So I crawled up, my army crawled up to the window to see this bird. Now I just knew that once the bird seen me through the window, it was going to fly away. To my surprise, as I crawled up and crawled to the window and slowly 
picked my head up to the window and the bird was still there. And when the bird seen me, it kind of seemed a bit surprised and it pecked at the window and stepped over to the side just a, a, a bit. So I was just amazed that the bird was still there. And I'm thinking now, this is a dove. Wow, God had placed a dove on my mother's window. I looked over so I could try to tell my mother, but she was asleep. So I, I kind of was interacting with the bird a little bit. And he'd move over to the left and then move back over to the right. Never once did the bird fly away. So I figured, wow, maybe the bird is hungry. So I kind of slowly kneeled down and army crawled away from the window and rushed down the stairs and went to the bread box and got a piece of bread and came back up. And to my surprise, the bird was still there. So I army crawled back to the window and did my same maneuver and slowly picked myself up to the window again and hopefully the bird wasn't going to fly away and again to my surprise the bird stayed right there so what I did was I unrolled the window I rolled the open the window very slowly so it wouldn't startle the bird and so it could stay because I was really interested in giving the bird some food so the bird, as I opened the window, it, it stepped back, it moved away, but again, it did not fly away. So I was able to stick my hand out on the ledge and, and put some pieces of breadcrumbs on the window. I know this sounds amazing, but this is the honest God truth of what had happened. So then I put my hand in and I, I moved away so the bird couldn't see me, but it could see me because it tapped on the window with his beak and then it ate a little bit of the, the, the bread that I placed on the windowsill. And and I, my heart was overwhelmed. I felt like I did something that God wanted me to do. Now, remember, I'm young, nine years old or so, you know, in the, the pretty much the birth of my life of believing in God, that God is, that he is actually out there and he's watching down and he is looking out for me and my family. I fed this bird, the bird ate some of the bread, pecked on the window, looked at me right in my eyes, and then flew away. Now it was a bright and beautiful sunny day, and I watched that bird fly across the street and over the house, and the bird flew into the sunlight and over a antenna on the house across the street. And as it flew over, the antenna and into the sunlight and disappeared from my eyes, I noticed that that antenna looked exactly like a crucifixion. To my surprise, I was so elated in tears, thanking God for allowing me to, to be a part of his interaction, that he would include me into something that was identifying with him. Now, you know, at that time, you know, we were young and we would have to, we would go to church. My brother and I would have to go to communion. Uh, we was in the uh, Episcopalian church at that time. So, you know, we had gone to, we had to go to classes and we had to learn about the Bible and and we used to have to travel because we had moved. So we was far, far away from the church. But I remember we used to go and play and talk and, 
it just was amazing how God would uh, interact with uh, someone so young. That's what I thought at the time. Now, I'm going to take a, a brief break and um, and we will return and, and talk some more uh, on this on this subject because it, it grows from here. It doesn't it doesn't just stop there. It grows from there. And now, you know, if anyone has any comments or questions or or any any type of input, I, we would be we greatly would appreciate to receive any type of information and then we'll have a segment that where we will uh, respond to the comments and questions and so once again thank you so much for uh taking this opportunity to listen to this podcast and and hear how god has uh delivered delivered me and, 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 uh, taking me through so many different types of, uh, situations. And again, I have so many different things that God has done in my life that I'm so excited and eager to share. So, um, we're going to take a short break and we will be back shortly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it once again. Mm -hmm. 